I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Call-Ups. From a studio in the summer-like nation's capital, welcome to Season 10, Episode 13 of The Sense Call-Ups for Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. I'm Cardinal Panikanucker here as well. The hockey season is over. The draft season, the draft lottery was tonight. Team personnel changes are happening all over league, and it's warm out. Basically, it's the playoffs. Hooray! And boys, it's officially patio season with weather like this. It sure it is. is. <laughs> it is. And it's been beautiful. Yes, it's gorgeous, and it's going to be warmer and warmer as the week goes on. I'm yep. going fishing this weekend, so I better make sure I have a fair amount of sunscreen with me because. I'm going to be out on the water for quite a bit, and it's going to be warm. I've got like four or five containers of it. Sunscreen? If you need. Yeah. I mean, you should wear some. It, it does expire. Yes. Oh, does it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because oh, well. every time I go to Vegas. Yes. You buy like, some? Oh, I forgot my sunscreen. Should you buy that sunscreen? Yeah, check okay. the expiries. I would. Okay. Yep. Or um, you'll end up like a red lobster. <laughs> exactly. Um, I did not know that those expired. Oh, yes, it does. It does. So do Q-tips, by the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have like 3,000 Q-tips. Oh. <laughs> you bought the Costco Gigondo? I bought the Costco ones, and I forgot that I had them, so I bought them. Another one? one? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of Q-tips. I have enough what until you, I'm in my 50s. What you do with Q-tips in your own free time, sir, is none of our collective business. That's the other thing. I've got way too many toothbrushes. Hmm. Well, those. Well, you can wear those out eventually. Uh, yep. Um, before we go any further, um, tonight's uh, first cheers is brought to you by uh, Tequila Reserva 1800 Reposado. This is my personal favorite. I threatened tequila earlier this year. Clank. So here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I'm scared. Mm. <sighs> That's really good. Mm-hmm. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. I still get like, do you get a little hint of pepper on your tongue too, or the little the little tingles? There's something there. Little, I get, I get it as black pepper. I this is a very reasonably priced tequila, which I really enjoy. So I wanted to see if te- Pan could handle tequila, maybe a little better than whiskey. Tastes like burning. <laughs> Tastes delicious. Anyway, there's more if you want some. It's right here. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Oh, oh my god! Oh come now. Uh, we have a lot to talk about but before we begin, because you have game scores, and then we have all sorts of... Yeah, we're not covering the games, but not? We'll, go, okay. we'll, go, we'll go through quickly. We'll go through some quick stuff? I, 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 you have paperwork in front guys, of you. I didn't, I guys, didn't read it. 
<laughs> I drew up a chart for me to explain to you. Oh, yay! It's almost Ooh. like a spreadsheet. It's a chart. This should be good. I should have spreadsheet. <laughs> uh, email is podcast at sensecomps.com. I don't think we have any this week, do we? I didn't. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Uh, the forms are at sensecomps.com. Bingo cards are still there. There is a playoff bingo going on. If you want to grab a card and play playoff bingo, you're more than welcome. Uh, the waiver wire is sponsored by Netphone Canada. It's one eight four four S C U S C N S. I don't think we have any voicemail this week either. That's fine. It's the beginning of the off season. Well, maybe we'll get some for our next episodes because they're away, away away. All right, we have lots of stuff to talk about. Um, the, the, you start with whatever you. Game on! But the games weren't on. Not for the Ottawa Senators. No. Um, the rest of the episode is brought to you by uh, Omnipoyo Brewing's uh, Zodiac Strong India Pale Ale. Because it comes in a black, matte black can. It's not bad. Yeah. It's the radar doesn't pick it up. <laughs> it's a stealth. It's a stealth <laughs> beer? <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh. I haven't it's even pretty, tasted it yet. Nice. It smells really good. It's pretty nice. Mm. It reminds oh, me of that, that part. I think it closed. The one that you used to go to that I met up with you. Fox and Fiddle? Clock Tower? Oh, oh the, the, Tower. The, the one down on uh, down in the Glebe? Yeah. Oh, that was the oh, Arwen Loon. Yeah. That's it. Oh, they had, a, they had a whole list of craft beer down there, yeah. Yeah. This is really it's nice. It very much reminds me of things that they would have. Mm-hmm. Sends. Yes. So, six games um, overall, real quick. Sends a Canucks 4-3 shootout win. Sends a Blue Jackets 2-1 shootout win. Habs at Sends 6-4 win. Devils at Sends 5-4 overtime win. So, I think at this point, this was the first time in half a decade that the Sends won four in a row. I since believe, 2017. I believe. First time since 2017. Panthers at Sends 4-0 loss. We just let Matt, or Matt, don't know what you're doing. Claude Giroux, do you feel at home? <laughs> then we end the season with Sens at Flyers 4-2 and 5 out of 6 to end it not bad not bad not bad at all there you go so I, I've drew, drew, written up a chart in regards to the whole season Uh-oh. oh okay so we're going to go through every single game in detail perfect I, I, we're going to need more a good thing I brought a full bottle of tequila 6 hours <laughs> later <laughs> so what I ended up doing is I classified the teams by quartile the Quartile. teams or the season? The, the, so the games against teams based and based those games in, in four packs by quartile. So for the listener at home, a quartile is like the first, the top 25% makes up the first quartile. As in the top 25% or of the, the league. Of the league. Oh, of okay. The league. Like I just, so, what for are you example, so, so, so the, first, the top quartile is Florida, Colorado, Carolina, Toronto, Minnesota, Calgary, Calgary the Rangers, and the Lightning. Now we do. Wow. Okay. Tell us. Okay. So, so that's what I did. So I broke it down into three. So the second quartile, obviously. So the first two quartiles are the playoff teams. Yes. The bottom two quartiles are the, non- are the non-playoff playoff teams. The Sens are the second highest in the fourth quartile in overall ranking. Now, against the first quartile, 
we got 20 points out of a possible 48. Mm. So a 41.67% point percentage. Hmm. Not great, but... That's, that's, more than great. I, that's more than you I should, thought they did. You should be doing well against them. Well, you need to be doing well against them to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Correct. So logically, for the second quartile, we got 45% of the points percentage. So we did better against them than the top quartile. Okay. Really? Yep. Makes a little sense. bit. Not a lot, but a little. Yep. Makes sense. Like, we lost every game against Carolina and what? Minnesota. I thought we won against Carolina. I don't think so. Yeah, we won uh, in I, Carolina. I might have missed, missed something. Again, this is me doing it quickly by hand. Okay, so these stats um, are a little suspect. Well, well, these are Twitter suspect stats. This is free. <laughs> Fake news. Okay, sorry, continue. Okay. Now, against the fourth quartile. Where we reside. The, yeah, the bottom feeders, 60.53%. As you would hope to do. Yes. If you, whether you're in, especially if you're not in that quartile, but even if you are, you expect to get yes. points against them. Yes. Now, against the third quartile. Thirty-one point five eight. Weird. Really? Yeah. So we did better against the top quarter of the league than against the third. Top, we did better against the top half of the league. Top half. Than the third quarter. quarter That's half, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Now who's in that third quarter? Uh, Vegas, Vancouver, Jets, Islanders, Blue Jackets, Sharks, Ducks, and Sabers. These are so, the teams you have to fight okay, so to get in the two, wild card. That six teams out of eight are a different time zone. That's exactly it. You're Those are the ones you have to beat to get to a... Yeah, I agree. But it's also six out of eight of them are... Yeah, like Cal- California, we didn't do well. Against. California. Again. Columbus. So the only we two... Went lin- we actually went winless against California this year. Yeah, and Buffalo and... Who were the two in our own time zone? Buffalo and who? Buffalo and Islanders. We went 0-3, which in reality is not surprising. Huh. That's fascinating. See, that's an interesting stat that it makes you wonder why. What? So, well, California, I get, but. Yeah, but you, you're going to be a playoff team. You want to be a playoff team? You've got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these games, like they're playing here. Figure out how to start the one season. Or 1 p.m. or 4 p.m. in Ottawa, and we're still losing those. But at least on at least one of our Western swings, that was when COVID was hitting this team and we weren't being allowed to postpone games. I, well, that was half of it. That was half the West Coast, though. That was November into December. We were on a long Western road trip there. No, if you want that, it's an excuse. Hello, New York Islanders. Mm-hmm. Well, they get it, too. They, they, were, they were, well, <laughs> they didn't make it happen. What happened to them? That, yeah. Know. But, I mean, that was when we were getting hit and we weren't allowed to postpone things. They were the second team, and then the league suddenly went, oh, it might affect uh, Toronto or I it might affect Pittsburgh. I still think we played better when we were down because all the old guys were, were getting well, knocked out of the lineup. We had, we had some of the young players in, but they weren't winning very much. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, Playing better, so, not winning. Yeah, so obviously COVID's an issue, but that tells me that we play up to the competition when they're high up. We can beat our peers, but then can't get up for the uh, other bus. Slightly guys. above us. Yeah. Well, something to work on. It's so an, in the same way that time. we're beating... Yeah, yeah, I have found this very interesting. In the same way that we're beating down on the teams below us, they're beating down on us. On us. us. But, the but yet the top teams aren't. The now, top teams. is it, I'm going to play my backup? Maybe. Or where the competition plays down towards its ends? Or 
I, and I mean, I, I'm With not expecting back balancing. I don't. I'm know. not expecting you to know. have done this sort of analysis, but were those teams maybe the second night of a back to back? Something like that, right? Hard to say. Like yeah. maybe we played a top tier team or a or a bottom quartile. It, yep, quartile. I love, that's a very good word. I like that. Um, maybe we played them on the first night of a back to back. We played one of these other teams on the second. Geographically, I don't know. We'd have to look at it. Yeah, just one of those things. I'm not so, trying to justify it. I think it's very interesting analysis. And this is what, when you're evaluating the team, you really should look at it this way. Mm-hmm. Like, how did we do? Like, if the top three teams are just decimating us, it's like, well, yeah, that's okay. But, like, we lost to Montreal quite a bit, I think. I didn't, yep. I didn't really like our record against Montreal. And they finished 32nd. Yeah, we were 2-2 two and two against Montreal, and we were 0-2 against the Coyotes. Like, that's inexcusable. Unless you're trying to tank, which I don't think they were. And we lost the three games against the Devils, so if we would have won those, no, that still wouldn't have helped the ranking. I was going to say, I wouldn't have put us above them. <laughs> I would have put them further ahead of us in, their rank, in the draft lottery. Yeah. Bye-bye. Nice analysis. I like that. Turn the TV off. How did that turn on? I don't know. <laughs> it knows you want to watch. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. Google was listening. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> we'll hold that for what grinds your gears later on. <laughs> oh, no worst. A whole lot of quick it's stuff. All your son's fault. <laughs> it's Canuck's son's it. fault, but we'll explain that one later. <laughs> um, quick end of the season sends hits. Uh, number one. Peter, uh, Peter, why do I keep calling him Peter Forsberg? Anton Forsberg is yeah. the team's Masterton nominee, which I think is a very cool idea. Mm-hmm. Well, per- from waivers to a three-year contract, and pretty much a starting goaltender. Not bad. From 15 NHL wins in a career to more than 15 in a single season. Yep. On a team that's been struggling. I'm that's ca- pretty I'm, good. I'm kind of thinking I might have been wrong on him. I think you might have been. You said that in the last episode, and I tend to agree with you on that. I think you were wrong on him. But I think a lot of people were just didn't know. Didn't know. There, there wasn't a whole lot of. Yeah. There wasn't a whole large like, body. I don't of want work to put to my, my whole faith behind him. No. At this point. No. Just the net. <laughs> <laughs> You're on tonight. Well done. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm pleasantly shocked and moderately hopeful. Whether he ends up being the starter next year or Murray bounces back and is the starter next year. Or somebody else. Or somebody else is the starter next year. Anton Forsberg is steady. Can you mm-hmm. ask for anything more in a goaltender? Sure, you can You can ask for... If he is your backup goaltender, you are laughing. If he is your starter, you might be a little concerned about who's the backup. I agree. But if he's your back, if he is your backup, he's steady. Yep. What more can you ask for? I mean, you, have we had another backup like that? Yes. It's like, I yes. want to say like Alex All, but not really because he was really streaky. Ray Emery. Robin Leonard. Was he really a backup? Well, it alternated back and Leonard, forth. Right? I was going to say, just like Leonard, it alternated back and forth with is he the starter? Is he the backup? Because <laughs> Leonard was with Gerber? Leonard was with Gerber and Ray Emery was with. I did not like Gerber. Laleem? Patrick Lalame. Sorry, Leonard? Len- no, Leonard was with Gerber. Was he? 
I thought Emery was with Gerber. No, Emery. Leonard well, was with Brian Elliott. Gerber. Uh, um, I thought it was Anderson, Leonard, and Bishop. And Bishop that one year. Yeah, okay. but before that, when Ray Emery was was the was the goalie in the Stanley Cup run of two thousand and seven, it was so Lalim, was wasn't Hasek it? No, Lalim was gone. Yeah, Lalim was gone. Hasek was came Gerber, in, and then I think after Hasek left. It's hard to remember then 15 Gerber years came ago. came in, I'm like, Gerber's not your answer. And he was not the answer. I did not like Gerber. LeClaire? Then it went, so Emery, and then we got LeClaire. All right, now you've, now you've got me wondering. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, please excuse us while we uh, do a little research because we can't remember stuff. Cause we're, uh, the goalie graveyard. Goalie history. There we go. Because we can't remember stuff because, well, it's a long year time. Year by year. I'm just going to look at the 2007 roster. 1917 18. 2006 2007, that's right. Okay. So, oh, yeah, you were right. So, 2003 2004. Was it Ray Emery, Martin Gerber? Yep. And 2002 2003. No. So, semi annual. Well, 6 7. The is- semifinals was Lalim, Prusek, and Emery. Oh, okay. In Simone Jeunesse. Then the next year, I guess, yeah, Emery was probably in the minors. Then we had a lockout. Hasek Emery. And then Emery and Gerber. Gerber sucked. Gerber Emery. Brian Elliott comes into the picture. You bored? What? Leafs just scored to go up 3-2. Oh, for crazy. 3-2. I don't want to hear that. I didn't know they'd tied it. Didn't you see me no. throw my head up and go, oh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't, actually. 2009, Alex Hall, Brian Elliott, Martin Gerber. Alex Hall, Brian Elliott, Martin Gerber. Oh, good. You know, in 2007, uh, Oleg Saprikin, <laughs> Danny Freaking Saprikin. Serge Paillet. Christoph Schubert. Schubert was a useful player. Oh, yeah. Brian McGratton. Josh Hennessy played 10 games. Thomas Malik played one. I don't remember don't that remember name. Him. No, don't remember that name at all. Alexei Kagorodov. Yep, I remember that. Played six. He actually played. I didn't think he even did. He played six games that year. Huh. Then he traded him for, uh, what's his name? Can I have a... Mike Comrie. Oh, you want another hit? Absolutely. I will always pour more tequila. Listen to these goalies from 2011, 2010, 2011. Brian Elliott, Craig Anderson, there and Claire, Thanks, Curtis McElhaney, Robin Leonard, and Mike Broder. And of course, people are like, Mike Broder is going to be amazing. <laughs> like, no. He's an ECHL goalie. AHL at best. Okay, so getting back, <laughs> we've gone this down this rat hole for a few minutes. I don't remember how we started off. Oh, Foss, uh, Forsberg, that's right. Um. As long as we're comfortable with him, he'd be a great backup as a starter. Not so sure, but there, he's at least a goalie you can have confidence in, which is nice. Yes, which is nice. Yes, because we're not sure about. I mean, I think Sogard's got a tremendous amount of potential, and Gustafson has uh, some catching up to do in his development and confidence. But I'm not blaming him for it. It's been a terrible season for him. Have we terrible. Ta- I don't know if we've talked about this. Has COVID impacted him the most? Yes, you said in the last season okay. that you figured that, or the last episode that uh, you figured that he was the one who was most impacted. His development was the yeah. most impacted by that. 
See, I listen. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Me listening. Rem- me remembering is actually even more impressive. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, other notes, other quick sends notes just for fun. Uh, Josh Brown was out for the season. In other words, I was right. <laughs> he was out with First an injury. Off, Connor Brown. What did I say? Josh. Josh. Yeah, Connor. Josh Brown was out for the season, like, and yeah. it was mm, horrible. Well, he was gone for the rest of the season. That's right. So Connor Brown. Yeah, that's right. That's another stat I wanted to do, but I didn't bother with. Is okay. Like, what was a record with and without Josh Brown? Oh gosh. <laughs> and Who I'm knows? sure it's much much higher than a little one that I pulled up just out of interest. Um. Gallagher's best season is 54 points. His best season ever is 54 points. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tim Stutzel had 58 this year at age 19. Yeah, but you got to be embarrassed to play with him, though. Play with Gallagher? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So he, he's the greatest. <laughs> I mean, there's kids out there watching. You kids out there. Yeah. He's got six more years at how many million dollars? Oh, it's a long... It's a long... It's a boat anchor, that contract. One of many that Montreal has, which we'll get to in a few minutes because that'll be around league stuff, but we will laugh at them and mock them. Uh, At the end of this year, Josh Norris ended up with 35 goals and Brady Kachuk ended up with 30. Yep, last goal of the season. Last goal of the season, got him to 30, but that's a pretty nice little... That's a nice stat to end the season with, especially a season this... Well, horrid... It's been a bad season with a lot of. I, if you don't want to call them bright spots, pluses. Yeah, if you want to call them bright spots, I'm fine with that. But hopeful moments, because of what's gone on, on individuals. Yep, exactly. Um, player notes: uh, Pierre Dorian had said there will be no contracts for Chris Turney, Victor Mete, and Tyler Ennis. No big surprise. No big surprise. The first two. Uh, fine. The well, third... he said we might circle back to Tyler Ennis. As we did this year. We signed him after the PTO. season started. Yep. Yeah, we signed him to a PTO and then we signed him. And you know what? He's fine. He's fine. He's fine? He's not a solution, but he's but fine. But let's, let's try to set the bar higher than Tyler Ennis. Which is really what, essentially, the, yeah. the, the Sens are doing, and that's okay. He's a fallback that we know. He's a known fallback position if we need him. Yep, and I, I, you know, he's not a long-term solution, but he's, he's fine. A, he's fine. He's fine. He doesn't hurt the team. He works. Your twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three Ottawa Senators. Hashtag it's fine. fine. Hashtag he's fine. You know what? It's fine is so much better than what it has been. Then be redderer. <laughs> no, than the last five. Years. It's not the. Okay. Uh, that was the uh, in-game host. Was her the, last name was Fine. Lauren. Lauren. Lauren fine. From the hot 89.9 or one of the other think, annoying well, yeah. radio stations <laughs> with a voice that could shatter glass. I'm sure she's very nice, but no, her no, voice dropped. You're thinking of the wrong one. There was one that had a terrible high voice. She did not last on Justin okay. 2K. Okay. Anyway. Um, other player notes Michael Desauto declined an opportunity to play in the play- AHL playoffs. I wonder why. He was offered the opportunity to go down to Belleville to play. Well, I mean, he played how many games down there? 22, 24? Mm-hmm. And played very well down there and was given the opportunity to go back down there for their uh, three-game playoff series. So we series. also waived him, too. Well, we waived him earlier in the season and put him down there. No, we waived him after the season also. Well, that would be the only way he could go down there. Right, but if you knew he was going to go, what's the point? So there's, they did that for a reason. Oh? I'm missing this. 
I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Like they they waived him but for I'm a reason. But I'm pretty sure that he's done with this organization one way or another. Well, they can't. Well, they have one buyout. They can do this. Well, they have the ability to do one buyout this summer because they still have two other buyouts on the books, which would be Dion Phaneuf and Bobby Ryan. Yep. One one came off the books this year, and I've been racking my brain trying to figure out who it was because it's not on cat friendly anymore. Damn it! Help me out. You're looking at me like, come on. Yes. He's still on the books for another two years. Dion Phaneuf is on the books for one year. So he'll come off at the end of next (laughs) season. So they have the ability to buy out one player. Is it going to be Delzato? Is it going to be Zaitsev? Or is it going to be Colin White? And I think it's going to be Colin White because Colin White White is only one-third, not two-thirds. It's a money thing. I would agree with that. And then find a dance partner and take a bad contract. Take a bad contract and a prospect. Mm-hmm. Now, it would depend... If you're able to send Delz... Or Delz Auto, Zaitsev. Zaitsev. If you're able to send Zaitsev to Arizona. What would you give up to go with him? I know I'm asking that question off the top. The equivalency of a, of a second round pick, unfortunately. Alex Formanton? No, that's not a second round He was a second I guess round he, pick. Yeah, but he's not. He's worth more than a second round pick. Okay. Now. Ridley um, Greek? Yep. No, no way. He, no, 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 no. Angus Crookshank. Shane yes. Pinto. Some, not Pinto. Someone like Crookshank. Um, I'm just throwing I, I, gi- I give you a second rounder probably. Or we have a couple thirds. They may not want it. Well, they've got so many draft picks. They it's might Arizona. want something that's a little further along. They've got no, no. so many draft picks. In Arizona? Along. Yeah, they have tons. They're, yeah, but they're in stasis, right? They just need to exist for the next couple of years. So they may want a second round pick from two years from now rather than right now. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's why who cares at that right. point, right? But no, we have we have a couple third rounders this year that that could go. Like In addition to the it, uh, Michael Delzato re- declining to play in the playoffs, uh Ridley Grieg was going down there, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Tyler he, Yeah, he played that game, eh? And Tyler Boucher yeah. Boucher was not. Mm-hmm. And he will most likely be back with the Ottawa 67s next year. Really? I oh, really, so. eh? I think so, yeah. Yep. Underdeveloped? Not underdeveloped. Or family thing? Is? Not underdeveloped, but it's the best place for him to develop because he played. It's so different playing in the OHL or the AHL compared to playing in NCAA, which is where he came out of. So leave him in the OHL. <clears throat> leave, him, leave him there because um, he only played half a season with the 67s and he was doing better and better as the season went on but I think it would do him more good to be there as a 20 year old um, to be there as a 20 year old where he can actually um, not t- necessarily dominate but really play effectively rather than playing on the upslope of being a 19 slash 20 year old in the AHL playing against 27 year olds or 25. I I agree. I agree. So I was at the Belleville game. The last one, the second one, Okay, the second one. Yeah. Uh, have you been? Mm -hmm. No, I've been meaning to go. I would like to go. I'd like to see what the experience is like in that arena. Again, it's it's not where Brockville is because that's missing. Good idea. No, Brockville is close. Belleville's, Two and a half to three hours away. It's uh, for yeah. me. It's two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's a little further for me because I live further east. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I just go down Highway Seven yeah. to Tweed and 
Yeah. Uh, the where, I liked it. Where I liked Elvis it. lives. See, I grew up watching, and I didn't grow up. I when I was young, I watched the Fredericton Canadians. I grew up in Fredericton. Uh, so I'm familiar with AHL hockey and the atmosphere of an arena that holds about, I don't know, 5,000 ish or something about like that. that. And, uh, it's NHL caliber for Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's cu- cute. Isn't the right word, but I like, it, it's a nice atmosphere. Like it, it's like little, not little, like minor league. It's minor league, right? It's, it's got that kind of minor league feel to it. It's the concessions are cheaper. The atmosphere is a little bit more laid back. You get to see like the, de- future nhl players it's uh it's a heck of a lot cheaper <laughs> compared to an ohl game like if you go to a game at the what's the civic center a little now? better caliber than that well the but quality very of hockey similar. but i mean the, the atmosphere yeah, yeah similar i would imagine yeah i i, I enjoyed it i it'd be fun to go to uh to another one i think um i'm game no pun intended yep and, and the arena is really kind of unique you know they refurbished it it's got you know, it's not a modern stadium. It's got oh. some it's intricacies sport, to it. It's a sports flex. It's kind of like, yeah, that's a whole thing like that. Uh, you know how the 67s, uh, what do they call it, TD Place? The Arena TD Place. Yeah. It's got some uniqueness to it. Yeah, well, it's, got, has, it's, a, it's a one-sided arena. Well, this <laughs> has some uniqueness to it as well. And in fact, on one end... You see the pictures of it. It's like uh, like a like a bar, and you can order your drink and sit there and stand and watch it from yeah. the rail. And it's kind of it's just really different. It's yeah. it's a neat atmosphere. Uh, it's low key. Um, I mean, it makes you kind of wish I lived there. You know, it'd be a much better and more <laughs> more affordable than you know going to an NHL for sure, right? But and we should not okay. be giving them another dollar for that renovation. Which one? Um, the Bell arena Bell? TD Place, the Yardman mm-hmm. Arena. Yeah, the the arena they, the the renovation they didn't do. Yep. Yeah. Just like, oh, we have a three hundred thousand or three hundred million dollar proposal. Yeah, because we're going to make you sure spend you a whole do. lot more money. Don't worry, do we're going to put housing. I'm like, who's going to get the housing revenue? Oh, you are, but yeah. you're going to build a new arena. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we already have an arena, and yeah, it's falling apart though. That, and well, that's your freaking problem. It's your arena. No, it's not my arena. Because it's the arena that we were um, that we agreed to do partial renovation on, but it's still owned by the city of Ottawa. Is it? Yep. Fine. You can have the arena. You build whatever you want with your own money. Hey, what are you guys talking about? You're talking about TD Place. TD Place, yeah. yeah. They, mm, there has been a proposal put forward um, by OSEG yeah. as phase two of the renovations of Lansdowne Park to and tear down the north side stands. A decade after they just redid it all. After they redid everything else because they want to tear down the north side stands, rebuild a north side stand, and build an arena on the berm on the east end. Yeah. And then when they tear down the north side stands, they're going to reclaim a whole lot of real estate and build condo towers, mm-hmm. some of which will be reasonable, um, uh, like only two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. In so it is a neat area, and it's really kind of sad but they screwed it up there. They screwed it up. We gave you the money the first time to revitalize the neighborhood; it hasn't worked out. This project does nothing for the community. No, it makes a lot more money for, for OSEG them. and the family that is involved in the real estate, but it does nothing for the city of Ottawa. All it does is increase the density of people living in a very small area, right. which does not have direct access to rapid transit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a lot of parking there either. There is no, it's a beautiful parking uh, lot, but there, it are, fills up quick. there are 18, oh, it does, 1800 but... spots on 1800 spots below, below grade. 
1800. That's so, it, yeah. eh? That's so it. Wow. If, if there's no event, it's fine. Well, in for the... If there's an event, you've only got 1,800 mm. spots. So yeah. but like football games, they, like they'll bust people in from Carlton and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. But they won't for anything. Like there was an Avril Lavigne concert there last night or the night before. That must so, have got complicated. Was, there, so the concert in the arena. So where are you going to put everybody going to that concert? There's probably 8,000 people going. Where are they going to park? He got the joke. It's complicated, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I'm not with a you. dollar. I'm with you. Not another dollar. You want to? You want to make that development? You pay for it. All of it. You want to talk about LeBreton Flats? Totally different story. Oh, you screwed up that thing. <laughs> Screw yeah. this up. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the chance to do it on this one because we need something there. Here's a. But no, I'm not gonna give you another radioactive field or not radioactive, but no. like contaminated field. It's not, well, it's contaminated from light industry for, you know, 100 years. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. The library um, construction is going well. Yep. Quite well. I see that pretty much every day. Um, a little bit more Sens and B-Sens news. Uh, Matt Sogard was the Rookie of the Year with the Binghamton Senators. Lassie Thompson was the Defenseman of the Year. A couple of the other ones, I missed them because I was trying to write them down quickly. But uh, Castellick who was up here for a few games, was the coach's choice. Love that kid. Yeah. So I uh, actually, I should comment on that. Watching them down there, I saw the second playoff game. They lost in overtime. Players that stood out to me of names that we've seen. So I watched Lassie Thompson. Now, again, this is like one game sample size, mm-hmm. right? Lassie Thompson seemed good for the team. Like he seemed like he really fit in well on the team and was probably one of their better defensemen, but he did not strike me as being dynamic. He just kind of like, oh, you're there, you're doing your job, you're doing it well, which I guess is what you want, the defenseman. But he's not going, he wasn't like a Brandstrom or Shotbot or something like that, right? Or just okay. sort of I like, kind of think that he's supposed to be more like a young Nick Holden. Probably a better. So that that's the profile I got out of him. Yeah, he's supposed he's, to be this. He's your two-way he, shutdown guy. He he's the guy who plays with your star, and he, well, he's your Mark Mathot. Okay, so he fits that profile. More offense. Though. That's that's yeah. the way I. Okay, I, so I he's your Philip them. Kuba. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other dude <laughs> there that everybody it. loves, uh, Igor Sokolov. Sokolov. Yeah. Mm. No, not there. No, anyway. He's not there. I, I didn't didn't see it. No, it'll be uh, at least another. He's a Grieg. Looked like he was okay, but didn't stand it's, out. It's but his first only, pro he, game. He, it, yeah, it was it was his first or his second game playing with Binghamton. He had, first he's first been, game. Yeah, so he, had he looks all he looks like he's got potential, um, but he wasn't ready to jump out of that league yet. Uh, who Jacob? Bernard you know Walker? who did look like they they were at the top of the league and dominant. On, and this is going to make you smile. Was Sabrin. Scott he, Sabarin? Scott Sabarin. Well, he should be. He looks like... <laughs> he looks he, like an NHL player. He looks like an NHL player, even though we don't think highly of him, maybe. Uh, but he was dominating down there. Well, I would expect So that. I remember going to a, a game against the, at the time, Binghamton Senators and the St. John's Maple Leafs in St. John's Newfoundland. And I remember that was when, uh, what's his name is down, Pajot? Mm-hmm. I remember he had a stint in the minors before he came up and had the... Yeah. And he was dominating the whole game. Every shift, he was like the player. Like he yeah. did not belong in that league. I didn't see that level from anyone. But mm-hmm. uh, but Sabarin, I did notice. Like, whoa, you know, you're do- you're dominant when you're on the line, and you're you're a good. Uh, Agazzini, 
look like maybe he's starting to get so Agazino or 31 years old Agazino yeah I think Agazino he he looks like he's probably going to be a career HL person Mm -hmm. Um, oh he again he's 31 if Kastlik had been still down there I'm pretty sure he would have been the one I thought he was playing he 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 was playing playing Kastlik was playing and looked fine looked fine so nope he's another guy I love on the fourth line love him on the fourth line that's fine Gustafson was in Nets Mm mm-hmm not great. Mm-hmm. I don't Fine. know. Yeah, well, I he's had like, a. I didn't like it. He's had a. Snip, bad year. Snap, you know who was snap, on snap. Nets for the other team, the Rochester Americans? Oh, Dell. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Aaron and Dell. he looked dominant. No, he's an NHLer. I don't know why people. He is. Well, NHL. he is until he goes up he's and not, serves his three games suspension. To play, <laughs> well, he, he's allowed to play after he serves his three games suspension. He looked good. Yeah, he, looked he good. got Jamie McLennan. Mm. Um, the one big piece of Sens news this week wasn't even involving play on the ice, play off the ice, or players. Right. It was Pierre Maguire was let go by the organization. What? And he was... It, it depends on whose article you're reading. He's either the director of player development or was the senior VP of hockey development. Uh, sure. Okay. Um, bit of a surprise. Ten months. Ten months Did in. Did not see that one coming. What do you guys think? Um, I think you tried to do something. Well, I mean, I have. I, what do I think? I have no knowledge, so I'm not even going to speculate. I, if I was to speculate, something went wrong, and I don't know whether that something went wrong was uh, his recommendations for players for this year were just okay. You know what? No good. Goodbye. Well, the Ottawa Senators website he says that he was he is a VP player of development. Okay, there you go. Guys, update your sites. <laughs> did he well he was flirt with one of the daughters like what this is oh, weird boy. no i don't want to put that in the universe that's not nice but who knows something something weird something well either happened or because he was did a not melnick hire was he not probably so melnick and this was all known melnick hired him and put him under dorian Rather like Dorian had nothing to do with the hire. Rather like uh, putting Dave Cameron under uh, Paul McLean. Paul McLean. Something like that, and even Paul McLean had to convince him to take the job. Dave Cameron. Hmm. So now the thing is, you can't you can't do anything without the board's approval. So the board must have approved this. Yep. Yeah. Something as significant as this, the board has to approve it. So who is the board? Like if there was a board running So there's, there's, it's a lawyer, accountant, and someone else. Okay. Sheldon Planner and his lawyer. Okay, uh, okay. Sheldon Planner is, was his lawyer. Okay. So was, three business executives that you that Eugene trusted to run business. Fair enough. There's a room down in the basement if you go down. Like about ten floors, and there's like these three lizards. They're basically making the uh, the choices. Okay, Futurama. That's, uh, <laughs> I was thinking low key, but that works too. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's interesting that this small front office gets smaller. There must be a reason. We don't know what it is. I'm not willing to speculate on it. It's just okay. Something. I'm willing to speculate. <laughs> well, this just means the team's going to be sold. Yeah, not until there's an awful lot of legal process gone through. End of story. 
The the people who say, oh, well, the team's about to be sold are the same people who say, oh, well, we, we just need to get rid of the monarchy in this country. And all we have to do is just, you know, We'll just we'll just appoint the governor general as the president and we'll be done. It's like just mm. separate. No, no, no. We'll just create our own proxy government once the sitting government fully resigns. Hawk. Yeah. Allow me to introduce you to the term. We're not terrorists. We're constitutional amendment. That's all I have to say on that. Anyway, uh, last little bit of sense news on our list. Actually, I've, there's there's a, one piece of news, and then I have a question for you. Um, the la, the draft lottery was tonight, mm-hmm. and Ottawa stayed in seventh. Fixes in. It's rigged. It was rigged because Montreal stayed in number one. No, because we stayed. Because in we stayed in seventh. Well, we could have dropped. I know. It could have been worse. We, drop. we stayed in seventh. Okay, you know what? That's all right. Yeah. Because we picked up. But I'll be honest. We this is not a deep draft. Fine. We got Jake Trade Sanderson. Pick. We got no, Jake Sanderson. Jake Sanderson at fifth. So the potential, in a deep draft, though. In a deep draft, so there is potential for a player who may not be an impact player next year. Okay. Trade it. Okay. Trade it. Get Depending it on what now. you can get for it, I don't have a problem trading it. Yeah. If we can get something worthwhile for it, if there's a team say that's in cap hell, who's trying to get rid of, um, like Eric Carlson. I wouldn't take Eric Carlson take unless Eric they Carlson. kept eight million dollars worth of his salary. Yeah, <laughs> and that they take Zaitsev back. And they take Zaitsev back. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So you're taking on an extra million dollars worth of salary. Okay. No. Um, what does Vegas need? Do you want Dadnov? Do I want Dadnov back? No. I'm kidding. What well, we'll see what happens with that. The one question I had for you, and this is now, I'll, I'll be honest, this is a question that came from Russell, and he wanted me to ask you this. So I wrote it down, and I shall ask you. Do you take Patch already? No. Two years? No. Nope. One year left? Nope. Why would you, I, where would I, you I put pro- him? I probably wouldn't either. Well, you're gonna, well he's, you're, he's left, left wing. Yeah. No, you, you'd fit in left wing. Why? What, what's the advantage? We no. don't have a second liner, technically. It's Formington. It's fine. I'll leave Foreman on the on the second line. I don't I see. Don't, I, I don't think Patrick is worth. I was going to say I don't think he's worth that sort of up for a Fiala first round might, pick. Fiala might be. Fiala might be. Sure, for a first round pick, okay, but not you can get dumb, but that's even better. Um, the question from Russell reads as follows: Does Strutzla need either uh, Chucky or another physical player in his on his line to keep opposing teams in check? Right now, yes. So he has Kachuk on his line, doesn't he? No, Kachuk's playing with Norris. Oh. Well, anyways, the solution to that is Tyler Boucher. He's definitely getting some he liberties loves, taken on him. He loves the physical play, but yep. he's and not he's ready for that role next year. Beating up children all the time in, with the what? 67s. Yeah. Beating up children? Yeah. He's not ready for that role in the NHL. I he's do. not. He's not. He needs another, at least another year in the a, in the OHL before he goes to the AHL. Because I think he'll, his bad development will be better okay, there. So, counterpoint, has um, Tim Stutzler been dominant in the second half of the season? Yes. What did you need support for? The liberty's being taken on him. Nah. I, 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 I think he, he's overselling it, too. I think he's overselling it, 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 but I it's think a there's... Bit of, he's a target, yes. but boy, is he ever... And so he is a target. He's drawing a lot of penalties doing it. 
He's drawing a lot of penalties, but he's taking a lot <laughs> of abuse me. doing it. So drawing penalties is great as long as he doesn't get hurt. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to. I don't want to see necessarily Austin Watson, Watson playing on his line. No. But, but somebody, you need someone that can... Finish a check against somebody who's finishing one against Tim Stutzler. And also get him the puck. Yeah. You need a player who can play, who can also throw their weight around. <laughs> what you need is Nick Paul. No, Nick Paul's not a second-line center. I'm They're not saying he's an excellent second-line center, but you need somebody who's but, big, so big enough to be physical, he, big enough to be physical but can also play. Nick Paul but, and... What about a Claude Giroux? Claude Giroux's not a Claude physical Giroux's player. not a physical player, but he'll just... They'll just... But they'll he'll be take some of the attention away from. They'll him. be well. He'll take some of the attention away, and they'll be so fast and good. Well, not the closure is fast, but his hands are fast. That being said, f- f- for <laughs> what did I do? No, Formanton will mix it up too. Not the physical guy that you're looking for. Nobody's feisty. Do you want to trade for Milan Lucic? Because that's the only other solution. No, no, I do not want to trade for Milan Lucic. I do not. Right. So so that's kind of the player that you would need. And a player like think, that, yes. I can't think of one that would be available. There's Greenway, I think, out of Minnesota, but I don't think he's anywhere near good enough. All right. Well, it's just a question. It was just what a. points does Greenway have? Matthew Kachuk? Maybe. Matthew Kachuk's qualifying offer. Uh, well, if he becomes oh, a free agent because his qualifying offer no, has to be $9 million. He's worth every penny now. He had a stellar year. You want to pay him more than... No, Calgary will retain him. You think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Monaghan will come off. Monaghan come off the books? Yeah. He's so done he's, after the season? He's out that... I don't know where he is. Really? He's got one year left. They'll move him. They'll move him and, le- and keep Matthew. What, Ma- what's he worth? Matthew had 42 goals and 62 assists. Is that worth 42 goals and 62 assists? So 109 mil or something like that? It's yeah, it's going it. to be, it's gonna it's be 9 it. mil. It's worth it. Yep, that's worth it. 9 or 9.9, that's worth it in today's NHL. Now that's for the one year. So now you, you can you can kick out a, a, a long term and bring down that AAV. Depends what he wants to do. But at this point, if you have to take him for one year at nine point nine, you do it. Monahan's on long term injured reserve at six point three. They can't buy him out. Uh, they, they'll be able to by the time that uh, the buyout period opens. But he will more than likely be traded away. Hmm. You essentially give him away. I was going to say, would you take him? No, we don't need him. He's he's uh, he's been very injured, that which is why he's out. Former Ottawa sixty-seven. I, I will admit. And I the point, the the points. No, his his goals keep getting halved. Thirty-four, twenty-two, ten, eight. Yeah, but how many games has he played this year? 65. Really? Yeah. Oof. Eight goals, 15 assists, 23 points, minus 15 on the Flames. Wow. Okay, yeah, never mind. He's hurt in a big way. All right. 
We'll, we'll see what happens with that position. It was just a question from Russell. I think our answers are actually pretty good. From around the league, we have so much to talk about. My favorite part, I have to make this one first. The Montreal Canadiens made history. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they are the first team to finish 32nd in the NHL. Nobody's ever done that before. Mm-hmm. So congratulations yeah. to Montreal. Well done by them. Cup, cup final. Cup final to first overall. To first overall pick in wow. last place. So while well, we saw it on TV today, they've ha- they've drafted first overall six times since ever. Well, the last time was 1980. Oh. 1980 was the last year. Really? Last time. Yeah. 80. Yep. Who did they draft first in 1980? Oh. Uh. Dan Shut. No. It. I didn't know the. I didn't know the player. That's a great question. I'll, I'll bring it up quick. I would have been... In- Doug Wickenheiser. Doug. Okay, Haley's father. Yeah, okay. It, it is Haley's <laughs> yes. father? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Wickenheiser. Long-term NHL. Okay, yeah, he's a first overall pick. Fair enough. Okay. Um, your notes about Robin Leonard um, are interesting. <laughs> so I'll let it's you... Not, it's not. So... He, if I get this straight, he announced that he was not going to. He was out for the rest of the season because he was getting surgery, and the team said, "No, you're not getting That's surgery. It. You're playing next game." Yep. So he played the next game. Then nope. he got surgery. So then he backed up. I think he might have played. Or he and backed like, up. Oh, yeah. by the way, you're, yeah, you're out for the year now. So, so, so I'm guessing he wants so out of Vegas. <laughs> and, and this is a thing with Vegas where it's really lost its charm. Yeah, well, yeah. They've really lost their charm with me. They're not your girlfriend team anymore? No. Even with Mark Stone and Robin Leonard there? Oh. It's it's just not special. Once once they got rid of... like I didn't like what they did with Nate Schmidt. I don't know why we don't have Nate Schmidt. Nate Schmidt's a great defenseman. Yeah. And a great leader. Mark andre Fleury. Didn't like that. Um, what was a coach's name? You're looking at me. He's with the Rangers now. Florida kicked him to the curb, too. Gallant? Jerry Gallant? Oh, yeah. Florida kicked him to the curb in, in, a, in another team's arena. He was standing there waiting okay. for a cab. So Vegas Gerard was still... Gerard Gallant. That, that's it. I didn't like the way that Vegas fired him because they were still in the playoffs. Again... This is owner expecting cop at all every year. This is going to be another house cleaning. Mm. Um, Dadnov, I didn't like. They took Dadnov and we got what? We got no, the guy? way that they traded him to, to the Ducks just as. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then and they he, stood, and he stood his ground. Yeah, well, good on him for standing his ground. And it turned out that that trade was voided, was it not? It that was, was the voided, trade that was voided? And then he ended up being tremendous. Um, there's been some others. If they would have kept Flurry, they would have made the playoffs. No ifs, ands, or buts. Okay. No ifs, ands, or buts. And he's been playing in Minnesota. Minnesota. They're down right now, I think. Three, one, or and he wants. he's already said he wants to play next year somewhere. God, don't be the Leafs. <sighs> no, no, they'll come back with Jack Campbell. They're going to win the series now. Yeah, I think they will. Nope, because... Um, Still two no, games. They're not going to win the series. They have, well... They need to win one. They're not going to win tomorrow's. They're because uh, Tampa they Bay is set. Hmm? They don't play tomorrow. 
Okay, they're not, gonna win, they're not going to win the game on Well, Thursday. they're not going to win tomorrow, are they? Yeah, they aren't. Then they aren't. But they're <laughs> not going to win the next game because Tampa Bay has set a league record for winning games or 16 consecutive games where they've won after a loss. So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll do that again. So the game seven will be in Toronto. So the, uh, the game seven will be in Toronto on, I guess, Saturday. What day is today? Wednesday? Today is Saturday Tuesday. Is game seven. Saturday is Tuesday? Tuesday? Yeah. So the game Thursday, six will be Saturday. Thursday. Game six, uh, Game seven will be Saturday. I'll be up at the lake. I won't know what's going on. Um, so I will be well entrenched. Te- text me. Put a can of soup on the stove. Heat it up. Soup! <laughs> that just explodes them. Exactly. <laughs> and it's going to be very Blow warm. Blow up the soup. It's going to be very, very warm, so I'm not going to want to have a fire in the wood stove up at the fishing camp. Thank you very much. Soup! <laughs> We're going to be uh, relaxing up there and well, probably drinking a fair amount in the evening, but that's fine. That's what we do. That's what I do, at least. Everybody else can do what they want. Neither um, is the mosquito bites less. Uh, well, no, we'll be in the screened-in porch. The bugs are, are coming out up there, apparently. So, yep, that's fine. It's Canada. It's spring. It's what happens. I wonder if Shea Theodore would be available. That would be nice. Is he playing? Defense. Um, in Vegas? Vegas. Are they in Cap Hill? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, for our for our draft episode, you can come up with uh, a list of ten players and the teams that are in Cap Hill and need to trade them, and uh, what you want, uh, what you think you'll offer for them to get them. Okay, moving on. <laughs> there's your there's your homework. <laughs> or anybody else can send something like that if you you know come up with something that you want to trade for and what you think is a reasonable offer. Not oh well, we're going to send uh, uh, um, Sokolov in a second for uh, Sidney Crosby. Yeah, okay, no, not trades like that. No. We just sign Malkin because he's a UFA. Sure. Um, your quick quick notes here. Um, Matthew Joseph went to the White House for a Stanley Cup celebration, I guess, from his with time Tampa. with the Ducks. Yep, because so he was hurt. Tampa, that's right. Well, good for him. Yep. So they, luckily, they, he got to go there. They invited him from... Yeah, a, any player that was a Cup that's got a ring can go. Well... Most of the time, you can't. Good on... I'm, I'm, I don't standard, want to say I'm glad he was hurt. Standard. Yeah, I'm glad he went. I'm glad that the team that offered, a, offered him the opportunity yeah, to go. Uh, yeah, that Tampa it's, did. It's standard that they, they do. That's that nice. I, I I think that's uh, that's a classy thing to do. Um, noted retirements. I was trying to write down some names that I was seeing as they were announcing their retirements. The first one was Dustin Brown, who said that this will be his last year. So mm-hmm. after the playoffs are over, he's gone. Uh, Ryan Getzlaff, the same thing. And you wrote down Chara, question mark. Chara's 44 years old, 45 years old. Yeah, something like that. And he's not playing. And he he's, said he's, he's not, not sure. He's not sure. Um, uh, Tampa was the last team that he played, and they came out to shake his hand. But he was actually asked that after the you know during locker room cleanout with the Islanders. He's Islanders, yeah. Yep. And he said, "I haven't made a decision on it yet." So he could be back next year. For whom? Who knows? He might even play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who knows? Put him next to Gronk, yeah. second tight end. People come out of retirement. Like, Why are you talking about the football? Oh. <laughs> I retire? No, I don't. He, I was going to say, I wonder who would it's be like, bigger. Well, I spent three weeks with my kids and this. <laughs> I got to get back to work. Yeah. Between he and Gronk. Dad, 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 dad. Like Brady with Keith. <laughs> That'd be annoying. Did you see that video? He sent no. it to the group. Did you? Oh, did I? I might have missed this. Just a video because the, the the Kachuk clan went to uh, Dallas, yeah, to Dallas for the Flames game. Yeah, and Brady keeps trying to get Keith's attention. 
<laughs> he's sitting like four or five people apart. Like, dad, dad, dad. Keith is just watching the game. His wife taps him on the shoulder. <laughs> he's focused. <laughs> I saw that clip. I didn't watch it. I, I, I admit I didn't watch it. Um, this year is the uh, the first time that eight teams in the same conference made it made it to a hundred or more points. Crazy, eh? Yeah. All Just all the teams that made the playoffs in the, in the Eastern sense. Conference were a hundred points or more. Let me go well, through that fourth quarter. The, the, the Sens, the the Detroit Red, Red Wings. Wings. The Buffalo's no Buffalo Sabers no they're the next one so, yeah just 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 barely Habs Flyers Devils Sens Red Wings it's a feast in the East well the teams with a hundred points would be the Panthers the Hurricanes the Leafs the Rangers the Lightning the Bruins the Capitals and the Penguins a hundred points that's that's amazing. If you stop and think about it, it's amazing. Um, the last time I, the Panthers are, did they tie it with Washington or are they three one? They tied. They tied two two. Okay, the last time the Panthers won a playoff series, nineteen ninety six, and rats fell from the sky. It was the nineteen ninety six. Was that their finals? It was the conference final against the Penguins. That was the last time they won. Okay, I didn't went, remember that they went that far. There's yeah, well, that was the year they went to the Stanley Cup final. So they won the, con- the last one that they won. Yes. They won a conference final against the Penguins to go to the Stanley Cup final, and they have not won a playoff series since then. Mm. That's wild. No, <laughs> That's it's just, the Panthers. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Um, yeah, the window. <laughs> Defenestrate There's no, no time. <laughs> There's no time. Um, Carey Price uh, said in his end of the year press conference meeting, he said, "I'm not sure if I will play again." With the Canadians. <laughs> For those who didn't notice that uh, or didn't hear that because that was a visual thing, Canuck turned his head and moved it away from the microphone and said, with the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> so um, it was a visual thing. It was very effective, but in case you didn't catch that, that's I moved my head away from the microphone to breathe. To breathe. To breathe. <laughs> breathe. Chocolate ring. Chocolate ring. We keep coming back to that one. <laughs> I'm just going to... Look up. He's making that's from even before season one, and season one was ten years ago. Oh, this is well before season one. Exactly, but it was still relevant even today. Chocolate rain. (laughs) He's making a Tazon Day. Is by the way, that's his name. Um, fifteen years ago. There you go. Uh, Back further for Trogdor. (laughs) (laughs) Nice play. Um, here's an interesting thought. Have ad blockers for some reason. Here's an interesting thought. Um, the NHL expanded to 16 teams in the playoffs in the 1980s. Don't do it. When there were 21 teams. Mm-hmm. Now there are... Such a complicated melody. The Casio keyboard. Download the free MP3. <laughs> okay, that's enough I love that. this guy. That's enough <laughs> It's so bleached out, it was, and it's digital. Yeah. It was 16, Look at, 16 teams. Look at how yeah. out it was 16 teams made the playoffs when there were only 21 teams in the league. Don't do it. It's perfect. I agree. I think that 16 out of 32 is still enough. I don't think you need exactly more. Exactly half. 
Well, it's exactly half now when it used to be even more than half. And when you compare it to other leagues, the only thing I would say... Baseball is extremely difficult to make playoffs. So is football. I do not like yes. the baseball but one. No. I like the basketball method. Play-ins? Where they have the play, double play-ins. So, and I can't remember exactly... Someone's going to correct me on this. It would essentially be the bubble rules, though. It, it's going to be basically you'll take the top... I think it's the top 14 and the next four. And the four play two play-in games. So there's the top two and the bottom two. And if the top two play, the first one, the, the one that wins that game is in the playoffs. And the one that loses that game plays against the winner of the bottom two. Wow. So if you lose, you get another chance. And I'm like, okay, that creates intrigue. Yeah. So it's not 16, it's 14 plus two of four. I'm like, okay. Because usually the two teams that are just out of the playoffs are just out of the playoffs. In the Eastern Conference, it wasn't close this year because we had some freaky stats going on. But it's an interesting model that I wouldn't mind exploring. And if I've got it wrong, someone's going to correct me, and that's fine. I don't mind that. It's similar to the bubble. Kind of. Almost like the play-in games in the bubble. Yes. I just... And I like it because it creates a little bit more than... A little bit more... All right. You know, you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, and you make it in fine. No, you got to do a little bit more work. We'll see. You might make it in, but you haven't made it yet. A little bit more work. I think it's, it's, I don't really care. 16 is fine, or 14 plus 4 is fine. But I don't want it to be more. I really don't want it to be more than that. Because it's more of a participation medal. Well... Because again, when going back to when it was sixteen out of twenty-one teams, you only had you five had that did. Bad teams who were making it. Yeah, do the and, Memorial and Cup thing getting, where the host city gets demolished. In. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. They're usually a pretty good team. They may not make it all the way to be the champions of their league, but they're usually a pretty good team because they know they're hosting it. So that's it's not like you're getting. Yeah. It's not like you're getting that, the thirty-second really team. And that's just sell out the the, the, the yeah. Uh, sell it locally. That's fine. <laughs> The contest. What? What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. These are not the right words. You're like confuzzled. Costumes instead of uniforms. You are confuzzled. That's the problem here. Um. Yeah, coaching changes. We got coaching changes happening. Well, we've already talked oh, about already. personnel changes with Pierre Maguire, but coaching changes. These are the only four that I've managed to write down. There may be others. If there are, I apologize. I haven't. I think you've got it all. I think I've got them all. Um, Coaches change. <laughs> Detroit has said they will not renew the contract of Jeff Blaschel, who's been the coach for seven years. Good, terrible. Um, they're Pointless. The, the assistant coach and the goalie cho- coach are all gone as well. Good. Philadelphia is moving from. Steve, I can from, choose his own people. Yeah, Philadelphia is moving on from interim coach Mike Yo. Good, terrible coach. It was never good. I. Did not write down the name of the interim coach for Winnipeg after um, 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 Paul Maurice resigned. Which, okay, side note. Weird, eh? What's going on in Winnipeg? When the coach resigns and their star player wants out, what's going on? Something is happening in Winnipeg. Mosquito season. They're trending (laughs) down. Something wicked this way comes. We're not sure. But it seems like something weird is going on. So Winnipeg is... Oh, Dave Lowry. That was the coach, the interim coach? Yep. Okay. Um, 
So Winnipeg is searching for a new coach. And today's news was Trotz was fired by the New York Islanders after missing the playoffs. The previous two seasons, he made it to an Eastern Conference final. Big mistake. Well, that's Lou Lamorello. Yep. That's Lou being Lou. Oh, again. What have you done for me lately? Nothing. Bye. So we started on the road for, for a three bunch of games because our three arena wasn't weeks ready. Because the arena wasn't ready. Then we all got COVID. So you, you jammed all the games within 60 days. And then I think they got COVID again. <laughs> you got to fire someone. Someone's got to take the blame, and it's not Lou. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Someone's got to take the blame, and it's not Lou. So what are you going to do? Should have been a, a white. Now, I'm, like, I'm not saying that's wrong, by the way. Yeah. So Vegas will probably take him because they'll fire uh, DeBoer. Pete DeBoer's the coach in... Yep. Oh. Maybe. He, he's not going to make it. I would well, not be surprised if Kelly McCrimmon also gets fired and uh, George McPhee comes back down. Where's Kelly McCrimmon? Hmm? Kelly McCrimmon is a GM of Vegas. Oh. And George McPhee's up in the upper office So he somewhere? got promoted to president oh. two years ago, I think. Hmm. Well, yeah. If if that would, were to happen, he's got a way... <laughs> In a way, he's got a way bigger task to try and figure out than he did being... He did brilliantly with the entry league, with the entry into the league. Yep. But now he's facing a list of big contracts, mm-hmm. uh, quite a number of which he signed. That, or acquired. Or acquired that aren't working out. So now you have to figure out how to fix that. Maybe you can. Hello, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Ottawa Senators. You want Mark Stone back? Nope. Okay. I, uh, I, no, I don't like the contract. I agree. I will take Jonathan Marsha, so. He's not for he's sale. Good. Not for sale. Everything's for sale. In, uh, yeah, okay, he's for sale for uh, Kachuk and North. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> they can't afford that, but I know. They, they, might take well, a, they might take the seventh and, but not not one of those guys. We'll see. There's, it'll be interesting to see what's going on, but it, it's amazing that we're only in the first round. Imagine. We already have four coaches that are. Yeah, that tends to be pretty common, though. It, it, this soon? Yeah, we're gonna get a whole bunch more after the first round. After the first round, I don't think right. John Cooper's under contract next year either, right? In Tampa. Tampa. Depends on where they do. Maybe. Oh, he's won two Stanley Cups in a row. If he goes out without winning a third, you can't say, "Oh, well, you." No, suck. but this might be him going. I'm gonna go for another challenge. I'm going to go for another challenge, or I'm going to see what you're offering me in a tax-free state. Could be, but <laughs> well, let's see. I could get a challenge, or I could make I could make a, get a challenge at five million dollars a year, or I could continue to live in Vegas. South is Florida. also a tax-free state. Would you rather live in Vegas or South Florida? Ah, uh, Vegas. And who are you talking to? You want the humidity or Vegas? There's always a beautiful breeze in Florida. I take Vegas in a heartbeat. And you can buy one in Vegas. There's no water in Vegas. That's perfect. I don't want to go outside. Then what do you care about the heat? Oh, you just want the action. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you like air conditioning. He likes lights. I like outside. I do like lights. lights. 48 of them. Do you like going outside in Vegas at night? I do. Oh, yeah. It's still hot. No, oh, no, it no. Down. It cools down because it's desert, right? Okay. No, Vegas is a beautiful city. No, it's, it's like not. It's not there's a strip. There's other places where you live, and it's beautiful. Sure, 
we have different definitions of beautiful, obviously. <laughs> Florida has DeSantis. Uh, well, Vegas would be in Florida Nevada. Florida has Disney World, though. Nevada's blue. Yeah. Somehow. Sure. Somehow. Yeah, well, Florida is Florida. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But there's no... I, I, I don't want to live in a desert. Gators or scorpions? Uh, yes or no? Gators. Yes or no? no. no. <laughs> gators. Just the figures. Bitcoin. Just the figures. Just Bitcoin. Yeah, gators. I'll take gators over. No, scorpions. save everything. Bitcoin will save everything. Well, no, Florida isn't just gators. It's also coral snakes and you know all sorts of other wonderful poisonous things. But I'd still take that over a desert. Well, I yeah. shouldn't say that. I've never been to Vegas. I should reserve judgment on that. But at least... For now, I wouldn't. It's not for you. I don't think so. Well, would you, would you rather spend eighteen million dollars on Jack Eichel and Alex Petrangelo, or the buyout of Ryan Suter and what's in uh, what's his name from uh, Parise? Parise. Oh, crazy! Eh? Yeah, Minnesota is in cap. They're, what's They're seventh another, level? Of they hell. have no picks. No wild. Well, we have a pick. We can get them. Well, what what are we going to get from them? Yeah, they have a good defenseman year, we can get? Dumba. Okay, so we'll trade you Zaitsev, Dumba. They can't take the cash back. I'll just give oh. you the seventh for Dumba. Well, then we have to figure out what we're going to do with... with uh, give them, bye, guys. But that's Colin White. You no, you don't have to buy He's us, a different trade. You, he's, he's a different he's trade. just a different trade. Okay, you can trade him. If you, trade. if you can find another trade, sure. Sure, I'm okay with that. No. Oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, fourteen million dollars for Parisi and Suter. I know. Ne- they, in like not for, next season, the one after the one after that, and like, the one after that. Yeah, like there's huge that buyout is numbers. For Shabbat that. and Batherson and something else and something else. Yeah, I was going to say that's more like fourteen million would be not oh, okay. That because uh, yeah. eight plus five thirteen. So right, so as it stands right now, it's Batherson, Shabbat, and Formanton. Wow, crazy! In, in buyout money, buyout, you get nothing for that. Ike, that's even worse than having four players taking half your cap. Well, apparently, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to talk about? We can grind gears and get out of here. Let's do it. Okay. So, eh? so, yeah, just the only other thing is this better be the last draft lottery that we see with the Ottawa Senators and Pierre Dorian as GM. Has to be. As in the last time we're actually in the lottery. With Pierre Dorian as a GM. So, next year we would be in the playoffs and therefore not in the lottery. I see where you're going. Or, or we have a different or the GM. the lottery and have a different GM. Okay, I see where you're going. You know what really grinds my gears? Are you looking at me to go first? Fine. What really grinds my gears, I have two of them. Uh, Number one of them is lake ice. Uh, I went up to the cottage two weeks ago and I couldn't go fishing because there was still ice on the lake and the road was a muddy bog because it's a higher elevation and there was actually still snow on the ground underneath leaves up at the cottage two weeks ago. So I couldn't go fishing. But I am going this weekend. throw dynamite. This week, we are going uh, fishing for sure. We're loading up the four-wheeler, and we're going up to the fishing camp, and I can't wait. But what really grinds my... Now, do you find at this point of the year that the fish are dull or slow? No, they're biting like crazy. Yeah, they're hungry. Yeah. Um, When we were at the cottage two weeks ago, 
uh, family member, uh, two family members had gone fishing on the Friday. We got up there Friday night. And on the Saturday, we had a fish fry because they came out of a lake. This is all legal, but they, they got their limit. Um, like you can only have certain numbers of certain species, but they came, two people came out with 17 fish. Wow. So we had a massive fish fry on the Saturday. We were cooking French fries and, uh, fish for about two hours outside. Nice. And just had a blast. There were, I don't know, probably we were spread out between two cottages and, uh, another space. Then I think there were probably about 16 of us in total. And we were just all eating out of the same batch of stuff we were Fish. We were cooking for about two hours. It was wonderful. We had a great time. So I'm hoping I can fish this coming weekend, but uh, Lake Ice delayed me last week and I didn't like it. But what really, really grinds my gears is the City of Ottawa road construction planning. Oh, for Because did you see, did you see my, street, after the mayor? my street was under construction for two years. I live in downtown. Mm-hmm. Two years it took them to rebuild the sidewalk, the bike lane, and the roadbed. And they finally finished it last year. And it was beautiful. There were interlock parts and there were benches on the sidewalk and everything else. They've, nope. There are three spots of this beautiful construction, which is only three blocks long. Mm -hmm. There are already three major patches in rough asphalt from what they're tearing up to fix, to um, put in something. Yeah. Which they couldn't plan to do before they finish the beautiful work. So now there's going to be rough asphalt patches over a third of a construction that took two years to finish. I hope that Catherine McKinney cleans this up when they're mayor. I will will give full credit. She is my city council. They? She's a they? Okay, sorry. They uh, are my local counselor. And Mm -hmm. I was having an issue with the construction last year. And I wrote to them and said... Okay, this has gone on for a month. I should not be putting up with this for another month because of the ineptitude of the contractor and the project manager of the city. I'm not being held hostage for another month. Here comes the cop, boy. <laughs> 24 hours later, the problem was fixed. The problem was I, I, yeah. was, I was not allowed to drive down my own driveway and park in my own garage. I had to park on the street because they were being slow at fixing something. And after a month, it was only supposed to take a month. And after a month, oh, well, it's going to take another month. And I said, no, it's not. I'm not putting up with this. You had a month. And if you're that inept as a project manager to tell your contractor, get your stick on the ice, get this job finished now, that's not my problem anymore. That's your problem. You now work around me, not the other way around. And Catherine McKenna, within 24 hours had contacted the project manager. The project manager had contacted the contractor and the contractor had fixed the issue and I could get back into my parking garage permanently. One email am, fixed the problem. I am very that was optimistic. A, that was a month. So it's a political town, you're saying? It's not a political no, town. It's, it's, it's the one person. I nobody cares. I don't like being a squeaky wheel. I do. I, I don't. It's not, my, it's not my nature. But I get frustrated with ineptitude. I have a very low tolerance for ambiguity. Especially when it's, imp- Ow, when it's impacting people for no reason. Exactly. Your ineptitude is impacting my daily life and you don't care. Well, you know what? I do. I'm now going to mess with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you very much. And I did write a thank you letter afterwards saying, thank you for intervening. This was just unreasonable. 
and I appreciate your work on my behalf to render my life a little less crazy. So, yeah. That grinds your gears. City of Ottawa road construction planning. That's what grinds my gears. I am very optimistic. The end. For... I, I hope, got a couple. I of hope things. Catherine wins. Is she running? Are they are they running for me? Yes. Okay. And everybody else is that's running are already in council. I'm really really bad at Diane this whole Dean's. he she they whatever. I don't it's understand very the plural one. Why are you using a plural pronoun? No, third person singular they. Not, Gender non-specific. Out of curiosity, can, if we're going to be uh, if we're going to be uh, dynamic with the pronouns now, can that make French and Spanish a lot easier to learn? Because I always get like you know nope. le chien, la chien, nope. like no, it's le chien. No, nope. no, but that's because those are articles with specific genders attached to them. But that's, maybe but they, they that's a factor of the language. Neutral. They can't. That's a factor of language. That you're only talking about uh, personal pronouns for individuals. That seems things. very narrow-minded. I think we should just get rid of the pronouns. Be so much easier Don't take your Anglo-Saxon <laughs> yeah. and enforce it on the minority. You're, you're, you're enforcing it on a Latin language, you ask Anglo-Saxon. Uh, what grinds your gears, Kenneth? Uh, well, there's two things. One is... Uh, Myself, apparently. You, yeah. <laughs> when you watch um, Sportsnet intermission, when the, the Leafs are playing, it's like... Just said right there. Even when the Leafs are playing. <laughs> <laughs> Even when the Leafs are playing. Even when the, it's all the Senators game, they'll be talking about the Leafs. Like, it's bad. So uh, it's like, I just have it turned on, and all I can hear is, Matthews, 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 Matthews. And then tonight, I guess Tavares goes first goal. They're like, Tavares, Tavares, Tavares. It's like they sound like those guys on Star Welcome Trek. to the national national media, which is no, based in Toronto. Like those I guys. had no idea that Calgary, another Canadian team, was really freaking good it, this it, year. It's like the, I had no that, clue. Alien species there from uh, Star Trek's The Next Generation, like Tavares, Tavares, his stick raised in the air. I don't know, his, his fists closed. Anyway, people get the reference, but I'm not good. Um, that's all right. The other thing that grabs my gears, other than sports net intermissions, is, uh, and you won't get this, I don't think, but uh, Pan will get it. Uh, there's a lot more social media uh, tiktok started it and the other social media platforms have got like reels or videos short video clips right that they're uh basically doing you know, it could be anything well it's ones that you watch and they're telling a story and it's it, and you're like okay you suck me in i'm gonna listen to this and like yeah i got on the elevator the other day and when i was in the elevator there's a mysterious person he handed me this this piece of paper and on the paper it said you know you have two choices now and the next choice is gonna be very important like and follow for part two you seen this like and follow yeah, for part yeah. two it's like and they, damn they it don't, they don't <laughs> sometimes they don't even make so they're just baiting like if it was it's that clickbait essentially it clickbait and the other one is these there'll be these and you, you start to recognize them now they're social media you call them influence whatever groupies whatever they put out content and they know the algorithm that they get paid if you watch the video longer so let's say if you get paid the most if you watch a video for three minutes so they'll create this little mm-hmm. kind of neat thing and they'll try to do a gag on someone and they will purposely slow down the gag so friggin' long so the video gets to three minutes. Let alone, you know, it'll be like some prank. I'm like, how does the prank people not notice the person sitting there holding the video camera, filming them the whole time? Oh, it's, it's, it's just dumb. so fake. I saw so dumb. And yet you watch it. 
Well, that's what grinds my gears is that I fell for it. Okay. Okay, saw, fair enough. I saw one once. I think it was like 11 or 12 minutes long. Oh, and you watched how many minutes? No. No, I skipped okay. No, because I'm like, this is just like, this This has to be a setup. Yeah. And it's all about it's like, it's like they cover this balloon in icing and this is a cake and watch what happens when she cuts into it. Yeah. And this girl's like always like going to cut it and like talks and does all this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, no, this is this, this, this is, is ridiculous. This and is somebody trying to make they money. Did it. Yeah, oh yeah. You see, yeah, okay. I, I that would be Listen, frustrating. When it's four thirty in the morning, there isn't much else to do. Uh, apart from perhaps sleeping. Sleeping? Nah. Okay. Now I got my solid two and a half hours in by then. I'm good to go. I used to be able to do that. I don't have a choice. I'm my sleep is just terrible. Right That's now. because you choose to have it that way. Put your phone down it at nine o'clock really at night. Good in fe- it got really good in February, and then just put your phone down at nine o'clock at night. Put it down. It's, it's not even my phone. It is your phone. No, it's not. It is. Listen, I I don't have a lot of screen time. Put all your electronics down at nine o'clock at night. Turn everything okay, off, and you'll get to sleep. An electronic in this <laughs> yep. That well, that's your choice. Speaking of which, what grain? What, what grain? Your, your, your internet connection? No. Electronic things. Oh. That, Sound in the middle of the night. If the oh, yes. may remember this, <laughs> last week because I've got last, good, episode. last episode because I've got Google Home all over the house. He has Google Homes everywhere. And, I, and Cardinal, you can hear from anywhere in the house. Yes, I didn't realize. I, I will admit, I am not a home automation person, so I didn't realize that they don't necessarily work in conjunction with each other. They usually not, do. They usually do. They usually but if, do, but if you have they don't people always. people in different rooms, they can do different things. And you may recall a couple of years ago, Canuck told the story about uh, his son. At the open house. At an open house saying, hey, Google. Said, oh, you're doing it again. No, no. No, Google. No, don't do it. Okay. So I'm not going to say that Sorry, because. I don't understand. Perfect. Good. Perfect. So set an alarm for three o'clock in the morning. Hey, Gino. Yeah. So as I, as hey, I, Gino. As I was leaving, as I was leaving after we recorded the last episode, I had just stepped out of the bedroom where we do our recordings in the little studio here. And I said, hey, Gino. Hey, Gino. Uh, set an alarm for three o'clock in the morning. And it said, the one in the office space where we record said, okay. And Pan said, no, cancel. And it canceled. But what we didn't know was the one downstairs <laughs> heard me too. <laughs> so so at three o'clock in, three in the morning. morning. <laughs> Luckily, I'm already up anyways. <laughs> so I was like, what is that? I didn't. Why is, what's going on downstairs? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know this was going to oh, happen. Oh, <laughs> it was like. Hey, Gino, cancel so I, all alarms everywhere. I woke okay, up. Okay. I, I woke up to a text message saying, I just woke, I just had to turn off an alarm downstairs. We're going to get an email next week from a bunch of people in like Sicily. They're like, we listened to your episode and it kept setting off our home automation. Hey, Gino, Gino. Uh, yeah, I did not mean to do that. I always just say it in fun. I don't actually, I don't actually mean for it to happen. I just think it's really fun. That's okay. I've also done it in an open house. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, set alarm 3 a.m. Okay. This is for our listeners. I know. That's fine. So anything else grind your gears other than me setting no, up? Between that and Bitcoin, but that's about it. Okay. Bitcoin's fake, guys. Bitcoin's uh, fake. We, um, this is our last episode for the regular season. We're not going to be back again during the playoffs. We will be back for the entry draft. 
And after that, we'll be back for our summer slash free agency uh, frenzy episode. So that's roughly what we'll be back. Until then. Until then. On behalf of... <laughs> with an L. Yeah. We're, we're going out on a bit of a whimper, but that's fine. Sense! Yeah. On behalf of Canuck and Panel, uh, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening through the season. We'll be back at the draft. Good night. Good night.